You are listening to Rockstar Fitness Radio, taking your health, your fitness, and your mindset to the next level, all science, no BS. In this podcast, I cover topics important to you, the woman who loves to lift like a beast while looking like a svelte beauty. We emphasize the importance of training smarter, not just harder, and geared towards natural bodybuilding and more. I'm your host, IFBB Pro Roxy Beckles. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, you guys? Hello, 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 and welcome to today's live stream. Today's podcast, welcome. I want to welcome all of you guys here with me today. Hey there. So we are broadcasting live onto my YouTube platform and onto my various social media accounts on Facebook, which I have many. <laughs> and I want to welcome to everyone from around the interwebs and around the globe. Uh, and uh, I hope that you guys are having an amazing day today. So today is January. Jesus Christ, it's January 24th. And I don't know about you, but I just feel like, wow, this entire year is going by so incredibly quickly. And like, <clears throat> I don't know, it's just I, I wonder sometimes like if I could just slow life down, how much <laughs> easier things would be. But I do hope that you guys are having a really great uh, new year. I hope that you're having a really great first month of your year. And, you know, this is the time of year that a lot of folks start falling off of their New Year's goals. So I think that the conversation that I want to have with you today is really quite appropriate because if you're someone out there right now who's like just kind of trying to struggle to stay on that motivation and stay on track, then today's today's conversation is really going to help to put that together for you. And um, speaking of today's conversation, I see that we have some folks coming on in from YouTube and Facebook, and I can see all of your comments and I want to I want to take a quick hello and say hey to Casey, who's one of our newest rock stars, who's joining us today. What's up, girl? How are you, uh, Ujo? Thank you so much for joining us over on YouTube as well. Um, so, quick announcement before I get things started, I have something super duper 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 excited about you guys, and I get excited about super dorky stuff. And uh, one of the things I want to let you know is that you can now call in. I'm doing live call-ins at the end of our podcast broadcast. Say that three times fast, podcast broadcast. Um, And you guys can actually call in. If you're watching the live show, and I will go ahead and get to your call, your your questions at the end of the co- at the end of the call. And our call-in number is right there on the screen, and there's an access code that you do have to dial in with. And I'll let you know when the lines are open. And it's a great opportunity for you guys to just connect with me and to just you know get your questions answered because I really want this to be very interactive. So um, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll open up the lines at the end of today's broadcast and really get you guys in on the conversation. Conversation. I love connecting with my community. Uh, we've got some other folks that came right into our chat here. We've got Nkem. Hey, girl, what's going on? Nkem is one of our rock stars. Good to see you here. And uh, we've got Alicia. Another. All these rock stars, guys. My rock stars show up 
They know when Coach Roxy goes live, she's got something to say and they're here to listen. So Alicia's here. We got um, Janelle, who's part of our YouTube audience here. So we got a good room. So you know what I want to do, ladies? I want to go ahead and get started. But let me, before I get into this conversation about the Mindset Act, and uh, we're going to really talk about why that's such an important part of the fitness journey that you're on right now, that how this journey is not just about how you're eating and training. There's a whole other muscle in your body that is working and that's your brain. And I want to tie that in as to how you can connect a little bit deeper with your reasons why you're on on this journey and why it's important for you to consider mindset in your fitness journey and getting the results you want. And it's funny because I, I lead by example, you know, when, whatever I do, whatever I do, whatever I say, whatever I tell you guys, isn't from a place of this is what you need to do and blah, blah, blah. It's look, this is what you need to do. This is what I do. And this is my experience with it. So you can learn and you can apply, you know? So for me today was actually a really profound thing and how this whole mindset aspect ties in. Um, you know, I, I, I had been a, a runner, I would say kind of an avid runner. I, I, I'm not in love with running, but I do enjoy it when I'm actually doing it. And there was a point in my, my life where I was just running all the time. And that was just kind of one of the ways I worked out aside from dancing and going to the gym. But I'll tell you what, like it fell off after I stopped competing. Okay. So (laughs) around the end of last year, let's say around November, November, 2019, I started to take up running again. And maybe, maybe it was a little bit in October, you know? So I started taking up running again and honey, I was just running outside my house, just trying to get like an hour at like, not an hour, I'm sorry, a mile or two in. And I was so slow. I just, I remember the impetus for me to get up and run was because I know that for me, running helps me to lose weight. Running helps me to get leaner and and it's always been my go-to. So I, that was my goal. I wanted to get leaner. I wanted to lose weight. So I had to get my butt up and go for a run. And the early days of me doing that just a few months ago, I mean, it was, it was killer. I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't run the whole time. I was slow. My mile pace was about a 17, 18 minute mile or so. And that's really slow for me. And so, and I was stopping and starting as well. And so it just was a chore and, and, and I stopped doing it as consistently, but I did pick up my cardio. I did pick up the workouts in my gym to, in the gym to get my heart rate and lungs and everything up there. Right. So let's fast forward to today. So I, I, I use map my run, the app that like helps you to track your mile time and your distance and all that stuff. And I'm out there, man, I hit the road. And I'm, I'm just running and I'm running. And I'm feeling good. I'm like, dang, I feel good. My lungs are feeling strong and like I can breathe. Like I feel so good. And I was listening to the music, but there was a shift in my mind while I was running this morning and it ties directly into what we're about to talk about today. So I'm hitting a good stride. You know, I finish my mile. I only, I'm, I'm really committed right now to doing just a mile, like maybe two or three times a week. And that's a little map out I have around where I live, okay? And I finished, the, I finished the run. I look down at my time and I'm doing a 13-minute mile. And when I was looking at my last, my last uh, logs, I was at 17-minute miles back in, in, in um, what was it, November. By December, I got down to about, oh, maybe 15-minute mile or so. So I cut off a good two minutes. I cut off another two minutes. And I had not been running consistently Mind you, but I have been working out and doing my cardio and conditioning. So the endurance built up. 
And today it's just was a fantastic day. First time I ran all the way through. And what I noticed was the biggest difference today for me and how I'm really looking forward to the to incorporating this mile run in my workouts right now is that it's like it wasn't about the weight loss goal that I have or the, the goal to get leaner or to get lose fat. Instead, my mind has shifted now where I'm thinking about performance. I'm thinking about, wow, like I want to beat my time. I want to get better. My two, 2012 logs in, my, in, in uh, the Map My Runs, back in 2012, I was running eight, seven minute miles. So that's, that's a really fast time. If you think that the top marathoners in the world are doing like four minute miles and stuff like that, like they're running super fast, four or five minute miles and less than that. And I'm running an eight. You know, that's pretty damn fast. And I want to get back up to that. So now the seed that's planted in me, although my goal is to get leaner and I do want to see those physical changes, it's not just about that. The mindset of the champion is now has been locked and loaded in me. And I'm thinking about performance. I'm thinking about how I can get faster. I'm thinking about how I can better my stride. And if I'm eating well and I'm doing all the things I need to do as far as my diet is concerned and cross training, then I know that I will be able to get back to that eight minute mile eventually. (laughs) But I feel like when you shift your mindset around that, when you shift your mindset off of your workouts, just being a vehicle that like helps you to lose weight or to change your body, when you focus on the big picture, when you focus on goals beyond you know, just the scale numbers and all that other stuff, this is when things start to fall into place in a way that you can sustain progress for the long term. And that is what I want to talk about today. So we're going to go ahead and get into that. And um, before we do, I see that I've got a couple of other folks came in here with some great questions. Um, Go ahead and, and guys, keep typing your questions into the comments because I will be seeing them. And let me put this up before I jump into the slides that I have for today, because you know, you know, for my visual folks, I got some slides for you, honey. You know, Roxy does not skimp out. But if you want to call in, I'm going to listen, I tested this out. It worked when I did it my damn self, but we'll hope that when you guys want to call in that it actually works in real time. Well, we have the live call in 408-638-0968. The access code is right there on the screen. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I encourage you to come on over and check me out live every Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time, where you can call in and talk to me as well. So write these numbers down, guys, and you can go ahead when I open up the lines. If you have any questions you want to ask live on the air, we will go ahead and get to that towards the end of today's broadcast. And of course, like I said, I will be taking care of your questions Um, when we go ahead and we switch over to um, the end with the chat, okay? So, all right, enough enough of this. I'm excited. So today's topic, master your mindset in the gym if you're looking to build, if you're looking to sculpt, if you are looking to tone. That's what we're focusing on. So today's agenda, and uh, that's my New Yorker right there, honey. I I, I say weird things and they don't come out right. Agenda. Today's agenda is to go into detail about the champion's mindset and why you must think, start thinking differently to see the progress that you want. I want to pinpoint for you as well, the importance of deep goal setting and its role in your progress and long-term results. 
And I wanna give you some actionable tools that you can employ right now to get back in the saddle and back on track with your goals. This is gonna be perfect for any of you out there who are you know, dealing with your mindset being all over the place, you need the focus, it's the end of January, you set these goals and you don't know if you're gonna be able to stay on the wagon to accomplish it, honey. You need to stay and watch this whole entire video or listen to this whole entire podcast. Now, you know that I don't give out information without giving you the opportunity to do the deep work, honey. Yes, indeed. So if anything that I'm telling you or talking to you about today, this conversation that we have today, if it speaks to you and you actually want to put this stuff in action in a deeper way, come on by my website where I have a free masterclass and it's called Your Best Body Yet. And it's going to take the principles that we talk about today and give you a more actionable uh, game plan. It's kind of like a coaching session, actually. And, and I ask questions and you're going to be writing stuff down and just really doing some deeper things to personalize today's talk for you. So that's on my website at rockstarfitness.com. That's R-O-X-S-T-A-R fitness.com slash your best body. Uh, enter your email, sign up for a time that's convenient for you to watch the masterclass. Master, masterclass is probably about 45 to 60 minutes of your time. And uh, it's really it's really a great masterclass. I've had a lot of people go through it. It's absolutely free and super helpful for those of you that need that. And then of course, of course, of course, I cannot begin today's lesson without letting those of you know who are out there that are looking to better yourself, that want to take things to the next level, and you're ready to work with a coach, I'm available. I'm taking on competitors and non-competitors alike. So come on by to rockstarfitness.com, R-O-X-S-T-A-R fitness.com slash clarity call to set up a time to speak with me for 30 minutes about your goals and how we can get things moving and going for you and just kind of take things from there, okay? So into the nitty gritty, master your mindset in the gym to build, sculpt, and tone. So the first thing I want to bring to your attention is this, and it's really important. And I want to say this, the fitness way, the way that you're approaching your fitness now, let's just call that fitness the old way. Let's call that the way that you've been taught that may not be totally conducive for all of you. For some of you, it's fine. But for some of you, you have seen in your life through the yo-yo dieting, through the off and on the program, through the loss of motivation, falling off the wagon, that it doesn't always work. And I want to get into a deeper conversation behind why. So fitness the old way, this is the way that I describe it as. For years, you have been taught to approach your fitness by only focusing on your diet and training, right? Want to change your body? Eat clean, train more, and repeat. And it makes a lot of sense. It does, right? Eat less, or if you want to gain muscle, eat, eat more, and go to the gym and work your butt off. And then all of a sudden, everything is supposed to change magically. And, and no, no offense, though, but guess what? It does. It works, right? It works for a while. You embark on that new plan. And you have some great success for a couple of weeks, for a couple of months, for many of you, and some of you for permanently. But there's a pocket of you out there who, let's be honest, it's not working permanently. You know that. And you feel great when it does. But like clockwork, this always happened. The joy of fitness, the joy of this stuff, the motivation to do it, it's drained from, drained from your soul. And this happens as you resort to training and pushing for hours upon hours. How many of you put a one in the chat box right now if you've ever, maybe you're not doing it right now, but if you've ever felt like you were at a point where you got so obsessed about getting results that you trained all the time, balls to the wall, like no rest, 
no pain, no gain. We all have been there seven days a week, twice a week at the gym. And you feel like, yeah, that's good because that's what all the top people do, right? That's what everybody says you have to do. But then your body stops responding. Taking a look at the nutrition aspect of it. You go into cycles of, rep- of, of restrictive dieting. How many of you, type a one into the comments right now, if you know that you're not eating enough to see your body change. If you're on low calories right now, put a one in there. Don't be ashamed, just admit it. Eventually, you go into restricting even more. And for some of you, I know it, listen, some of you are on the, the fads and those quick fixes and all that stuff that you see, the fitness influences telling you that works. And that's the way that the industry as a whole approaches this whole fitness thing. Like It drives me freaking nuts. You guys, this stuff should not be that hard. Yes, it is hard. Yes, it is difficult to change the body. But if you are pushing to high heavens and you're not eating enough, yeah, it's going to work for a while. But put a one in the chat box right now if you know that for the long term, you cannot sustain that. Here's the thing. And I don't mean to just, dis- I, I, you know, listen, I've been in this industry long enough. I have nothing to prove. If you want to learn anything about me, go ahead, Google me. I hate that, but (laughs) that's so arrogant. Google me, but you can. Look at my LinkedIn, you know, look at, you know, I've done this for a long time and and I I don't like to disparage other fitness professionals, but this, this slide that you see right here, I'm going to put it on the table as to why this stuff happens. The fitness industry as a whole gains more by keeping you in the dark. So by telling you to just focus on the diet, just focus on the, on the training, that just allows you to think that it's as simple as making minor changes, right? When really what you're trying to do and the work that needs to be put in for some of you, the years of neglect of your diet and training and your health is not going to happen overnight. It takes the deeper work. It takes you actually putting in the work. But the people that tell you that stuff, the people like me, nobody wants to listen to that. They want to hear the folks say, yo, it's, it's easy. Just, just eat this diet, take this pill, drink this tea, and then do a thousand squats and, and you don't have to train that much. You only have to go to the gym for like ah, 20 minutes, you'll be good. No, it takes work. And the fitness industry is a billion dollar industry that is actually in place to keep you completely naive. I want to crack you out of the matrix and open your eyes to show you exactly what it is that you need. So the simple fact is this, you guys. Diet alone does not work. You can go ahead and just restrict all you want, but eventually it becomes like diminishing returns. How much less are you going to eat, right? Working out more or working out harder simply isn't enough. How many more hours can you put into the gym? How much more time can you allocate to, you know, doing your cardio, doing your training, taking this class, doing this, doing that? There's no more hours in the day with your work, family obligations, and everything else, right? So more is not, is not better, guys. More is not better, but smarter is better. There are two things. These are, rather, let me, let me just, I just messed myself up here, but the, the two things that we were just talking about, diet and training, are really just the start of it all, guys. But there is one more aspect in this that I want you to really embrace, and it's what I alluded to earlier, and that is your mindset, And how thinking differently and approaching your training differently can actually help you to do this thing smarter and to do it better. And I call that mindset the champion's mindset. 
And with this mindset shift, you can manifest your best body ever in your life. How do I know this is true? I've done it for myself. How do I know this is true? I do it for my clients. All right. So let's talk about exactly what the champion's mindset is and why it's important to your fitness goal outside of just what you're doing in the gym and in the kitchen and how all of this is going to tie together. Right. Okay. So we've heard this before. Train like an athlete. Right. Look like an athlete. But I like to I like to actually put my own spin on it. Okay. so not only do I want you to train like an athlete to look like an athlete, but I want you to think like an athlete. Now, if you're watching this visually right now, you see that picture of that track star with a gorgeous body. You know, everyone loves the body of track stars, right? Those girls, they have like, you know, those sleek muscles, full muscle bellies, ribbed abs, nice shapely legs. If you think that they got that like that by accident, honey, you're not thinking like an athlete at all. And the mindset of an athlete is so like, Man, it's just so precise, you know, it's so connected to their bodies, to their minds, to the work, to the diet. And I want you, even if you have no inspiration or inkling to step on a stage or on a track or in a marathon or in a CrossFit game or whatever else to triathlon, even if you have no inkling of doing that, your main goal is to lose weight and change your body. I want you to shift your mindset. So when you decide that reaching your goals go beyond skin deep, you guys, beyond the surface, it's time for you to begin to think bigger in terms of your entire approach to your fitness. How can you make all of the habits that need to happen, all of the patterns, all of the behaviors, how can you make all of that your way of living on a day-to-day basis? And when you reach that point of like really solidifying this, this lifestyle, man, that's when it all starts taking off. And that's what I want to plant in you today. Okay. So let's talk about the steps. Like what are some of the things that you can do right now to shift to that champion's mindset, to create the results that you want to see, those amazing results, right? So here's the first thing I'm going to tell you to do, and and, and this is what um, is one of the most important things. I want you to start getting more strategic about how you approach your training. So for a lot of you, I'm 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 going to commend you that you are getting up and you are going to the gym and that you are doing the things that you need to do to change your body and that you're trying to be consistent and that's great. But I want you to get even more strategic about that. I want you to look at your calendar and to write into your time slots, the times that you're going to go to the gym. And I call these setting up gym appointments, just like you would set up a doctor's appointment or, you know, the hours that you're supposed to show up and work, right? And everything else in your life kind of goes around those appointment times. Make a standing appointment to go to the gym and make sure that you come to that appointment ready to show up to work. Ask any athlete about practice. You know, I spent years of my life living in the dance studio, eight, nine, 10 hours a day of straight dancing, guys. All right. If I had a class, a ballet class at 9 a.m. on Thursday mornings and it was from 9 to 1030, nothing else moved that appointment barring an emergency. And some of you, you need to start looking at your gym workouts the same way. For my clients that have the hardest time with like getting to the gym and staying consistent, that's one of the things that gets them going. And so I want you to set those standing appointments on your gym schedule to get more strategic about when you're going to show up 
and play the game for yourself. Now, to umbrella off of that, getting strategic about your your approach to training, I want you to actually spend time drafting out your workouts to actually put things together, to not show up at the gym and say, I'm doing legs today. And then you're just hopping around from machine to machine, machine, machine to machine without a game plan. Like you're just kind of winging it along the way. Um, No one who's ever had an incredible physique that I know in the process of building it ever wings it. They know exactly what they're doing when they go into the gym. They know exactly how much weight they're lifting. They're no, they're, they're, they're no, they know exactly what's happening from workout to workout. And I want you guys to start getting, getting down with that. And if you don't, I mean, if you, if you have a hard time drafting workouts, if you don't know how to create an effective training program, you don't know how to select the right number of reps or the right number of sets. You don't know about, you know, what exercises are best for whatever muscle, body part. Honey, hire a trainer, hire a coach, hire someone to work with to help you to to learn these things. I teach these things to my clients because I want them to be able to to do this in the long term. But I, you know, listen, get an ebook or get a, you know, get a, a workout program if you don't want to hire someone or you can't afford it. But start writing things down and really plan it out. The next thing that I'm going to tell you to do to shift to the champion's mindset is to keep a logbook of your workouts. If you don't keep a logbook, honey, how do you know what you're doing? Some of you guys have goals to get stronger, right? But how do you quantify stronger when you haven't even recorded what you're doing on a week-to-week basis in the gym? So start to keep a logbook, and it doesn't have to be fancy. There are two two logbooks that I really, two ways to log workouts that I really love. Um, get yourself an old composition notebook and the old-fashioned way, write it down, write out your workouts before you, you begin, know what you're going to do, the supersets, the giant sets, the this, the that, boom, 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 how many reps, how many sets, and then it just becomes a matter of just filling out the number of, you know, amount of weight that you were lifting for that exercise. But do it, keep a logbook, notebook, just that easy, and walk around the gym with your pen and fill it out as you go along. Or you can get super fancy. And listen, I don't get any money on this, okay? So I'm about to plug something. Um, but there is an app called JEFIT. And I had I had written about it on my website, JEFIT. And it's an app that's a, that's a recording app for workouts. And it's one of my favorites. Like you can put your workout together in there, enter the sets, reps, tempo, like I'm sorry, sets, reps, uh, rest periods and all that stuff. It tracks everything. It tracks your numbers from week to week. It tells you when you beat your, your, your numbers and set new PRs. And that's the important thing about the logbook is that when you write it down, you can go back then and try to beat your numbers. And that's the, that's the key to the success for my clients in the gym. Our number one goal is to beat your numbers as often as you can. Try to lift heavier. Try to do more reps. Really try to push yourself. And when you do that, uh, guys, it's just, it takes you to a whole other level. And that's because your mind starts to shift off of, I'm in the gym just to change my body, or I'm trying to do this workout just to change my body. It's all about just the physical. But now, now it's not just about the physical uh, progress. It's going to be focused on performance, performance, and how you are pushing yourself, how you are raising the bar. That is the most important thing. You guys, the body wants to do one thing and one thing only when, you, when, when it's faced with physical challenge and it wants to adapt. And the more you can keep your body from adapting, the more it is forced in a good way to change. That's why you get stronger. That's why you lose weight 
That's why you put on more muscle because the body needs to meet these new challenges. Like, whoa, whoa, she wants me to do more or he wants me to do more than I'm used to. So let me put on some more muscle. Let me get stronger. Let me get this central nervous system down. Let me get these ligaments and and tendons and all that other stuff really strong so I can carry these loads. Let me go ahead and shed off some of this fat because I need to be faster move. That's your body on a cellular level. How you initiate that is through the champion's mindset about beating your numbers, besting your best, and seeing how you can go ahead and become superhuman. Wow, right? Now, for those of you out there who are demotivated right now, you go into the gym with that tonight. You go into the kitchen with that idea tonight and see how much better you're going to come out and how much more motivated because it's not just about that scale number anymore. Try it. I'm telling you, it's really, really great stuff. And then the next thing I would want to say to you is this. Now, this is going to blow some of your minds. Oh, Lord. Okay. Sit down, please. If you're not sitting, sit down. Sit down because we, I'm about to tell you something's about to blow your mind. I want you to stick with a plan over a number of weeks and focus on mastering that workout, mastering that plan. And that number of weeks, I usually like to say four weeks. Now, for those of you that are into the muscle confusion thing, I'm going to do a separate podcast on muscle confusion. I talked about it in another podcast. I don't know where it was, or maybe it was a YouTube video. And I said that muscle confusion is just crap. Your body ain't confused, honey. You are. You, you, you're confused. Your mind is confused. Your brain, you don't know what's going on, okay? But your body is not confused. And this whole thing that I talked about with you uh, about really solidifying your plan and beating your numbers week to week, besting your best, this is where that comes in, okay? So create a workout program or hire a coach to do that for you and stick to that plan for about four weeks. Now, here's the thing. You're not gonna just go into the workout every day and just do the same thing and, and get bored and, and lollygag around. No, you've got that, that logbook. So you go back to your workouts from the week before and you look at, all right, last week I was doing my squats. I finished off at about 135 pounds at 10 repetitions. And this week I'm going to push myself this week. I'm going to go ahead and up that. So that way I'm wake, working at 140 pounds this week for that same number of reps. And then the week after, boom, that felt good. All right. You know what? I can push it higher. I'm going to go to 150 pounds for that number of reps. And I'm going to go ahead and maybe add on two extra reps to the set. And I'm going to I'm going to rest less so I can push my my body more. You guys, that is how you change the body, not just by going and and you know, causing all this confusion and all that stuff. No, consistency, work, progress, stacking it up week after week. That's what gives you that change and that's the champion's mindset. Think about a basketball player, right? We got these amazing NBA players in the league. I don't know any of them because I don't watch basketball. I don't watch sports, period. I mean, you know, I'm just like, I don't watch sports. So I don't know what's going on. But I do know LeBron because he plays for the Lakers and I live in L.A. Yes. And Kobe. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the extent of what I know. But anyway, think about LeBron, right? LeBron is one of the top players. Don't argue with me. Don't come in my comments. Don't come for me. I don't know. I'm just saying we all cannot deny that LeBron is one of the top players in the NBA right now, okay? Whether you like him or not, he is. That's just what it is. It's the facts, right? One of the top players in the NBA. Do you think he got there by accident? Or do you think he got there because he practiced the same drills over and over and over until he perfected it? He practices shooting. He practices going across the court. He practices dribble, dribbling. 
I mean, there are only so many things, so many moves that you can do in basketball that like, <laughs> you know, that's like that, 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 that'll keep your entertainment if you're, you know, some like a, an athlete or something. But it's the prospects of getting better and better, better, bettering himself as an athlete that makes him repeat the same dang moves day after day after day after day for the last 30 or so years that he's been playing ball, right? Track stars, same thing. Allison Felix, one of the top United States athletes in the world in track and field. And I've actually seen Allison um, training, cross training, like um, and stuff like that, at a gym when I that I used to do personal training at out here in LA. She's the sweetest person, she's so nice. But think about her. I mean, she was running around a 400 meter track for her entire life. I mean, it's only a freaking flat 400 meter track. What the hell can you do to entertain yourself on a flat surface, right? But she's going in, she's practicing getting out of the block. She's practicing, you know, running at top speed. She's trying to best her best, run faster and, and really get in, uh, you know, better her numbers. Champion's mindset so if you go into the gym and you train like that, how much further are you going to be eight weeks from today, 12 weeks from today, six months, one year from today, if you trained like an athlete, you think like an athlete? There are a couple other things I want to touch on that I'm not done yet with this whole champion set, just champion's mindset. So let's go ahead and look at the actual workout. So now we've talked about how to structure things and how to approach things. But here's what I also want you to do. During your workouts in the gym, while you're doing your lifts, I want you to visualize each muscle working down to the smallest cell. When I was really, you know, really, really, really training to change my body, when I was, a, when I was a, a competing a consistently, I would close my eyes, let's say doing a bicep curl. I, I can visualize it right now. I can close my eyes and think about every muscle fiber when I was doing that bicep curl, trying to get it down to the last little tiny microscopic cell. And when I really like got into my body like that, when I got into visualization, when I connected mind and muscle in my workouts, that's when I saw my body really take off to its fullest potential. So it's not enough to show up in the gym and just bang out your sets. It's not just enough to like just go in there and just push until you can't push anymore. I want you to stay connected to your, your mind, to that muscle, and ask yourself, how deeply am I working? And again, these are things that just bring it up to that next level. You start working like a champion, like an athlete, a true athlete. Find new ways to push your limits safely. So in that, I mean, for instance, progress your workouts. If you're used to doing squats all the time, do box jumps. If you're used to doing lat pulldowns all the time, go off and try to learn how to do some full body weight pull-ups. Change up the modality that you're training. If you're always like in the weight room, get out of the weight room. Maybe do a boot camp class or something like that that's high intensity. Maybe start doing a CrossFit class or something like that once or twice a week to mix it up. But do things that actually, you know, that are within your limits, guys. And, you know, don't work out for the sake of just working out and working hard. Listen to yourself. If you have injuries, you need to consider that. And if you're not injured, make sure you're doing stuff that doesn't get you injured. Step outside of your comfort zone and always look to intelligently challenge yourself in this way. Because, guys, with, with challenge comes change. The body has no 
other option but to change when you challenge it. And when we talk about diet in a minute, the champion's mindset around diet and nutrition, you're going to see how that's going to come all together. And as I said, keep in mind that more isn't better. More is simply more, not better. So rest and recovery is crucial in this process. Rest and recovery is where you're actually building tissue. When you stop working out, you get out of the gym, you don't go, you allow yourself to have an off day, and you focus on your nutrition because those are the building blocks for muscle and what's going to help you to truly see your body change when growth is on your mind. Now, shining the spotlight on nutrition. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. And the champion's mindset to create this amazing physique that you want in the kitchen by way of your calories and, and, and macros and all that other stuff. So here's a, here's, here's a big thing. And, and, and if you followed me for any time or if you're one of my clients, you hear me say this all the time, you guys. You've got to eat to be lean, eat to be strong, eat to have the body of your dream. Food is your greatest ally. It is not your worst enemy. Some of you are so afraid to freaking eat that you are shooting yourself in the foot. And I listen, I'm not blaming you. It's not your fault. Again, the billion-dollar fitness and diet industry has led you down the pathway where you are right now. If you are left in the dark, if you don't understand how to change your body, then you're just going to keep purchasing more, more products and just grow, grow, grow the industry even bigger in the billions of dollars that it is. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, I'm a part of the industry, okay? I make my money in this industry. I am a coach. I, you know, I'm a business owner. But the way I try to do things is by enlightening people and setting them free. You work with me, by the time we're done, not only are you going to get the results that you want, but when we're done, you're going to know exactly how to continue on yourself or create even greater progress and, tra- and change. So it's not your fault that you have these fears about eating and calories and carbs and fats. Oh, my But free yourself and realize and start to see how when you start really paying attention to how you eat, how that changes your body for the better. It's an amazing thing. Okay, so I want you to eat in a way to allow as many calories in as possible to see the results you want. Now, here's the here's 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 a fun part about that. All right. When you're eating a caloric surplus because your 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 goal is to gain muscle or whatever, like that's easy to do. Okay, eat as much as I need to to see the results that I want. Boom, perfect. Go in the gym. Hopefully I don't put on too much fat. But those of you who are in fat loss right now, who are, you're trying to lose weight, how mind-blowing is it to say, all right, listen, I want you to eat as many calories as you can in order to see the changes that you want to see. All right, so although you are in a caloric deficit, which is fine, eat as many as many calories as you can within that deficit. So let's say your body with all your training and all that stuff, uh, let's say maintenance for you is 2,200 calories. And yeah, you've been eating that. Let's say you did a really great thing. Reverse diet, you've been eating 2,200 calories just to maintain and your body's doing great. Metabolically, you're healthy. So now we want to go into fat loss. So what are we going to do? Let's say we want to take a deficit. We want to create a 500 calorie deficit a day. So what's that? Is that eight? It's about eight, you know, eight, like a 1,800 calories or so, 1,900. My God, my math is off. My God, my 19, oh my God, I can't even think. All right, let's just create a 200 calorie deficit because I can't think this morning, <laughs> okay? And I don't want to look like an idiot. So, <laughs> so, all right, so we're eating 
2,200 calories a day. We're going to create a 200 calorie deficit. You're going to eat about 2,000 calories just to move your, you know, let's say to create weight loss, right? So there are two ways that you can do this. You can cut the 200 calories out of your diet, or you can do 100 calories out of your diet and create a deficit of 100 calories in your, in your workouts. Which would you rather do, right? As opposed to saying, oh my God, I need to cut calories. I want to lose weight. So I'm going to chop off a thousand calories and then do, you know, whatever tons of cardio I need to do and mess up my metabolism. So when you release yourself of the restrictive eating mindset and you're like, okay, I want to keep my calories as high as I can, even while I'm in fat loss. So I'll just chop off 200 calories on my diet. That's a 200 calorie deficit. I'm at 2000 calories right now. And I want to produce a 400 calorie deficit. Okay. Per day. So I'm going to go ahead and burn another 200 on my, on my, um, through my workouts every day. Now you get to eat to be lean. That's what that means. And I hope that makes sense. It makes sense in my brain, the way I just spelled it out. <laughs> so I hope it makes sense to those of you to listen, okay? If it makes sense to you, put a one, in, put a one in, in, in the chat so I know that I'm not sounding like a fool. But you get what I mean, okay? Eating more to see your body change and not thinking about, I need to cut every calorie out, every macro out, every carb out, every fat out in order to see my body change. No, we're gonna, we're gonna limit that. Make flexible dieting and variety your cornerstone. Mm, good one, right? An athlete in top form, let's take our track runners, let's take our basketball players as examples. When, let's take our bodybuilders, that, that bodybuild, right? Let's put them in there too. When you're getting ready for your season or you're really training yourself to improve, Nutrition is a part of the game. How you eat is a part of the game. What you put in the body is a part of the game. It's not just the physical aspects of what you do. So in that mindset, you're always thinking about how can I optimize my nutrition? And if you're not in the mid, like in the, in the end stages of contest prep or something like that, let's say you're at the very beginning of it or so, you're looking at ways that you can still have variety and flexibility in your diet to be able to get to where you wanna to get to without being wholly restrictive. So you're flexible, you know? You're not, you're not just eating seven meals a day of tilapia and asparagus. Raise your hand, or not even raise your hand, uh, type a one in the comments if you've ever done that before, okay? You ever have somebody tell you to eat tilapia and freaking asparagus for every meal, just wanna vomit? Like, does that even make any sense when you think about it? Like, how, do, how am I supposed to maintain muscle? How am I supposed to train? How am I supposed to function being so restrictive? But if you're allowed to have flexibility and variety, not only are you fueling yourself better, but you're also able to keep up with your performance in the gym and you're going to be changing your body even better. You're going to have the mindset to be able to stay on plan and not get off because of binging and all this other stuff. So being flexible with your diet, adding variety, it also helps you to cover the micronutrients, vitamins and minerals and stuff that's needed in the diet in, in order to keep your body healthy, period. So really important stuff, you guys. Okay, flexible dieting and variety as your cornerstone. And just keep in mind the champion's mindset when it comes to nutrition is all about supporting your performance in the gym. It's no longer just about how you're changing your body because if everything comes together, what's gonna happen? The body is going to change. It has no other option than to change. And once you make this shift, 
there are a few other steps I do want you to take, and that is centered around goals. So before I go into that conversation, let me just back up and just like really just clarify some things. So what we talked about up to this point is the fact that your diet and your training is one aspect, right? The mind is the next aspect and shifting your mindset in a way that looks at your training in the most strategic way that you can. Think like an athlete, look like an athlete, train like an athlete, right? But that's not the last phase. The last phase, or not even the last, the stuff just, it doesn't end. It, it goes on, it keeps challenging you throughout your entire fitness life. But the next step would be to get into deeper connections with your why. Let your desires guide your way when it comes to your goals. And I want to go ahead and just finish off today's conversation with unmasking a new way for you to approach goal setting that's going to set your motivation on fire. But before I do, I want to go over a little quote. And we've all heard this quote before. A goal without a plan is just a wish, honey. Yes, it is. A goal without a plan is just a wish. I keep using our athlete analogy because the athlete's mindset, the champion's mindset, the athlete's approach is really important in today's conversation. And this is especially important for those of you who are are more advanced. You've done this stuff before and you need to pick it up, right? It's one thing to, to, to want to do something. Like I said to you earlier, my own personal goal right now is to get up and run my mile every, you know, three days or so, two, three days a week. And to beat my mile time, I'm down to 13 minute mile. My ultimate goal is to get to eight minute mile. Well, I can't really just get up and just start running faster, right? Like that's not how it works. It's just, I mean, that's one way to do it, but there are other ways that I can go ahead and incorporate my training in a way to help me to achieve those goals. And I also told you earlier today how it's important to take a strategic approach to your training in order to really see your body build tone, lean out and all that stuff. And the way that you do that is by creating a plan, a game plan. You can't go anywhere without a game plan, guys. And so I want to go ahead and help you to take a look at how setting meaningful goals, not just any goals, but meaningful goals is a crucial step in this mind shifting uh, process and getting to the next level. So anyone who's ever worked with me will tell you one thing. I am all about establishing crystal clear goals. And what I, what I, what I mean by that is that you are going to look at your goals as desires. That's why I said a minute ago on the last slide that, you know, I want you to look at this as desire setting, like what's truly in your gut. What do you want? Because it's in knowing what you want and then putting the process in place of how to get there, that is the champion's mindset around goal setting. And every athlete that you know out there, every competitor, every track star, every basketball player, whatever, those are our three sports for today, right? We're going on those three sports for today's example. If you go ahead and talk to them, they know what they want. Ask Simone Biles if you ever see her, which you know, 99.9% of you won't, but imagine asking Simone Biles, like, She's an athlete. She's a top athlete in gymnastics. What do you want right now, Simone? Like, what's the next step for you? She's focusing on getting to the, to, to the Olympics. 
I'm pretty sure knocking out the competition there. They know what they want every step of the way. And you, as an avid gym goer with goals to change your body, get stronger, and to really push things, you need to be that connected to what it is that you want. And then put the, the game plan in motion and do everything in your power to make it happen. And that is how long-term success comes, comes about. So here are the steps that I want you to take when it comes to setting your goals up in a way that sets you up like an athlete, that sets you up like a champion, and as someone who will never fall off the wagon again, all right? So go ahead and get ready to write these down. Number one, write down your goals. (laughs) Write down your goals. Make them real, make them tangible, and put them on our conscious plane here. It's not enough to keep those goals in your head. My goal right now, I want to reach an eight-minute mile. Okay, great. But I need to make that tangible by writing it down, putting it on this earth plane so I can read it, I can see it, and it's real now. It's something I can touch. And that shift alone... I don't know what it, it's just, it's just this magical thing because what I like clients to do after they set their goals is to actually print it out and put it everywhere they have to see it. So you're sitting at your desk, you know, working and you look up and you have to read what it is you're holding yourself accountable to. If you get up and then you have it on your dresser or on your mirror, somewhere where you have to look at it on a day-to-day basis, you've got to show up. It's there. It's tangible. It's in front of you. So write those goals down, make it tangible in our plane. Number two, Here's something that a lot of people are going to tell you to do, but we're not about being complacent in rock star fitness. No, 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 no. In our universe here, we rock stars. We shoot for the moon because even if you fail, you're gonna end up among the stars, honey. You are. You have no choice but to. So I'm gonna tell you to do something uh, beyond what other people are gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you to stop being so damn mediocre about what you want and to make your goals as lofty and as challenging as possible, (laughs) okay? But here's the thing. There is a caveat. They should be high enough to make you want to push, but not impossible to achieve. So don't say something like, I want to lose 50 pounds in eight weeks. And, you know, for my goal, let's say I want to run a six minute mile over the next eight weeks. Honey, that's likely not going to happen. However, saying something like, all right, if this is a weight loss goal for you, all right, you know what? I want to lose about, oh, I'm going to push myself. I want to lose 16 pounds over the next eight weeks. That's about two pounds a week, which is the upper limit of weight loss, uh, you know, that's healthy. And so that means that in the gym, I'm going to have to jump up. I'm going to have to go into that gym. I'm going to have to work out. I'm going to have to focus. I'm going to have to make sure I cross all my T's, dot all my I's, that my, my program is challenging for me, that every week I'm beating my numbers, every week I'm meeting my macros, and I'm doing what I have to do in my diet right? The game plan to make that lofty goal happen is there. So don't be afraid to push yourself and get uncomfortable because that's what's going to help you to reach the next level. Your goals must punch you in the gut when you think about it. It's not enough to just say, yeah, I want to lose some weight. No, that's surface, honey. But for you to be honest with yourself and say, you know what, I really want to lose this 16 pounds because quite honestly, I really do not feel good in my own skin. And I know that when I lose this weight or I get back into those old genes again, man, I'm going to feel confident again. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to look good. And there's nothing wrong with me admitting that to myself. Do you see how much connected, much more connected that is? That's a desire. 
not just a goal, that's a desire. It's something in your heart, it's something in your gut. And when you say it out loud to yourself, when you write it down like that, and you post it everywhere and you read that, you have no choice but to step up and make it happen because now it's a mindset. It's not just about the workout. It's not just about the diet. It's about getting everything in place to make that your reality, guys. That's what this is all about. So I want, to ask, I want you to ask yourself this one question. After you've set all of that up, right, you got deep. You went below the surface. You got it all in there. There's one more question that's actually even more crucial than the goal itself. And this can mean the difference for some of you from falling off the wagon or actually making this stuff your reality. And that is, what do I stand to lose? A powerful question. And when I work with clients individually on their goal setting, this is one of the questions that they have to answer. In eight weeks, eight weeks from today, I am going to accomplish blank. I let them fill that blank in with whatever their heart desires. And then the second part is, if I don't meet these goals, this is what I stand to lose. And that brings it all into full perspective for you. The key to never failing again at your goals is by getting connected to your reasons. Why? Why do these goals matter so much to you? And not only that, what's it going to feel like when you actually accomplish that? Ask yourself that. Like, man, going back to our our 16-pound analogy, man, I want to lose 16 pounds over the next eight weeks because that's going to challenge me. You know, realistically, I have to do this, boom, 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 my training and nutrition, that's the game plan to make that happen. And this means it's important to me because it's going to boost my confidence. It's going to help me feel better. It's going to help me to walk through the world with my head high and feel good about myself to be back to where I was before because, because that's where I knew I was at my best and I want to be back there again. And it's going to feel amazing to get there. Do you see how when you connect that together to a goal, that mindset shift around a goal, how that actually compels you to want to do it, right? But here's the thing. We got to tag one more thing onto there because the most important um, connection that stands in the way of you failing or not, again, is the reasons why and what you have to stand to lose this time. What's at stake if you fail at this once again? So you have to ask yourself, if I don't reach this goal, if I don't lose this 16 pounds, if I don't put myself, my game, my game plan in place in a serious way, I stand to lose my confidence and really feeling good about what I'm doing. I stand to have to look at myself in the mirror again and say, girl or guy, man, you failed again. You let yourself down again. And it's not going to feel good. And I want to avoid that at all costs. Some of you really need to talk to yourself like that because you spent too much of your time in this fitness lifestyle, quote unquote, with everyone placating you and making you feel good about yourself and telling you that it's okay when you fall off the wagon and you fail. But you failed about 20 times already in the last 10 years or more. I have spoken to people who have been on the same yo-yo dieting um, conundrum cycle For over a decade, at what point do you say to yourself, I want to do this for real? When your health is on the line, when you know that family history of diabetes or heart disease or strokes or high blood pressure, people that are closest to you who have maybe even succumbed to these things, when you know that that is knocking on your door, 
because you choose not to put in the work, you choose not to put in the effort, when does enough become enough? When you shift your mindset in this champion's mindset, when you get connected to that why and you put it in place and then you understand what's at stake, I'm telling you right now, that is when the game just simply changes. You must be willing to hold your own feet to the fire. You must be willing to give yourself a chance to win if you ever want to win at this game and if you feel like you truly deserve the success that you want and for some of you that last line is why you keep failing because you don't feel like you deserve to win you deserve to have success every single one of us deserves to feel good about ourselves but a lot of the times we shoot ourselves in the foot because we keep doing the same things over and over but I promise you once you change this, once you put the stuff in action that I've told you today, you're going to see a different outcome. So I really do hope that I'm hitting home for some of you. And if you stuck around this long, that you feel like you have some things ready to put in place to take you to the next level. And like I said, for those of you who are looking for that next level, go ahead and check out my, my, my free masterclass, Your Best Body Yet, because the stuff that I actually teach you guys in that masterclass goes even deeper into the things that I talked about today and gives you some more actionable tips that you can put into place. And it's just a really great masterclass. It's totally for free, so you don't have to pay for anything. And for those of you who might feel like, yeah, you know what, I want to take this work deeper, then you can come and talk to me with a free call, you know? So come to rockstarfitness.com, that's R-O-X, S-T-A-R, fitness.com slash your best body. Pick your time that you want to show up and that you want to go ahead and, and, and check that out. And uh, we'll rock and roll. We'll rock and roll. We'll rock and roll with it. All right. And so uh, let's see. I have some really great questions up in here that I'm going to take a look at. And uh, actually, uh, we're running we're running a little bit late on the time right here. But what I'm going to do is while I'm looking at the uh, numbers here, I'm going to go ahead and start up this meeting here. So that way, for those of you who want to come in and who want to call in and, and ask a question online or live right now, the phone line is open. You do see the call-in number right there on the screen, and, and I can see if anybody does, and I'll put you in the waiting room. Uh, so you can come on in and, and, and get your questions answered. I'll leave the phone lines open while I go through some of these questions that you guys, or the comments that we have here, and uh, we'll rock and roll. So let's see, uh, let's go back here. I'm gonna take a look at um, Femme Fatale. Femme Fatale. Uh, that's one of my favorite names that I use for, uh, actually, no, when you go to my Facebook pay, uh, page uh, profile, my personal profile, it says, you know, how to pronounce your name. And I didn't put my name, Roxy Beckles. I put Femme Fatale. That's how you say my name. So I love that. Um, Femme Fatale says, hey, I found, found you via a hypergamy channel, I think. So inspired by you. I remember you saying how women underestimate how much men value a good body and the power of that. Yeah, um, I, you guys, I, I frequent very different parts of YouTube. And for those that don't know me personally, I'm mostly a comment troll. So if you ever see any comments that I put particularly on Facebook, I love to troll. Only pay attention to half of what I say. But sometimes what I say does make a lot of sense. And I think that for those of you that are in that like in that space and you found me in, in that way, taking care of your body is important. And it's a por important part of, you know, 
being attracted to the people that you want to be attracted to because a lot of us who work out hold that in high regard and just your your uh just taking care of yourself in general should be something that you want to do regardless to being in a relationship but of course you know um it plays a factor men and women both are visual creatures so put yourself in a place to win and if you're coming over from any of those channels welcome i welcome you and hopefully the stuff that i have to share with you um really uh helps you to take your stuff to the next level um Ujo says, I've been slacking on cardio. You know, listen, let me tell you something. Uh, cardio is a part of the equation and it's not the only way to lose weight. I just did a, I just did a, a podcast or a video rather on my Facebook channel, on my Facebook page. It's on my Facebook. No, it's, it's on Facebook and it's on YouTube. I just did a video where I talked about how, how you can lose weight without doing hours upon hours of cardio. Take a, take a look at that. I think you'll find it really helpful. I really believe in the trifecta. I call it the trifecta. And to me, the trifecta is having your training in, in, um, in order, having your cardio in order. When I say training, I mean weight training and having your diet in order. So it's cardio, diet, and weight training. Did I say that right? Cardio, weight training, and diet. All three together to me are the trifecta that have to work in order to see you change your body. So if you're slacking off on your cardio, pick it up. You don't have to do hours upon hours of it. Just use it strategically. Go watch the video that I have about um, losing weight without cardio to get some more um, information. Successful Jess, welcome from, from YouTube. I heard that walking can be better than running for fat loss due to the increased cortisol levels that occur with running. What are your thoughts on this? I've always lost weight from running, uh, from running okay? Good question, Jess. Um, honestly, here's the thing. Now, when you talk about the studies that say that walking is better than running for fat loss or anything like that, what they're looking at is like what, what energy source do specific type of exercises pull from in the body when it comes to caloric burn? Um, there are, when you do more aerobic stuff, okay, where you're doing sustained levels of cardio, for instance, at a moderate intensity, moderate to lower intensity, it burns more fat as a substrate that that produces the energy for you to be, to be able to do that for the long run. When you're talking about anaerobic work, so you're going higher intensity and stuff like that, it pulls more from the carbohydrate sources in your body. Um, and then when we're talking about like super high intensity, it's pulling from a, from a whole different uh, substrate system. Okay, ATP is what it's called. I'm trying not to get super sciencey because you guys know I'm a dork, so I can get super sciencey. But what's good is you can run, you can walk, you can do intervals. I say to mix it up and do everything, even in the same workout. It doesn't matter, you know? Nothing is better than the other. What's best is the fact that you do what works for you and that you challenge your body in the process of it. Keep in mind, it's not just about the types of cardio that you're doing, but it's also, of course, your weight training and your diet that's going to drive fat loss. Diet drives fat loss, point blank, period, the end. Okay, but I would say that if you choose to run because you feel like your body responds better with that rather than walking, by all means do that. There are some people that can't do that, by all means walk. Now, let's talk about cortisol. Your body is always going to release cortisol. Your body is always going to re release cortisol when you are training because all it sees it is is a stress mechanism. 
And anything that causes stress in the body is going to raise cortisol. That's why rest and recovery is, is really important as well because it helps to regulate that system in the body so you don't eventually burn out. So don't worry about that too much unless you are overtraining the cortisol issue. Just do the things that really help you to push yourself and keep you going to that next level. Um, Femme Fatale asks, can you do competitor training online? I'm in the UK. Absolutely. I work with clients from around the globe. I have worked with clients in the UK, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, uh, Kuwait, uh, Dubai, like everywhere. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't think there's a, I've been in Japan. I think the only continent I have not touched base in yet is Africa. I haven't had any clients directly in any African nations and Antarctica because nobody lives there. <laughs> so yes, please contact me at rockstarfitness.com slash clarity call. Okay. Um, good morning to some afternoon to others. That's from Val. Hey Val. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see a bunch of ones when I type that, when I asked you guys to type into the, um, into the comments. Very good. So I see that you guys, this resonated with a lot of you, what we talked about today. Um, Janelle said, once all I ate was chicken, asparagus, and sweet potato every meal. Now I can't even eat grilled chicken breast. Yeah, that happens to a lot of folks who uh, happenstance into contest prep and they start working with coaches who, you know, I mean, I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they, of course, mean well, but, you know, they have some very archaic uh, approaches when it comes to diet. And there are just smarter ways to do things, guys. I really don't believe in that kind of approach. Of course, when you are training and you're, you are trying to get your body ready for a show, you have to be restrictive. And there, there comes a point where you do actually have to be very restrictive towards the end to get absolutely shredded. But an entire diet of just the same meal seven times a day is just really unnecessary, especially when it's super low calories. Pam Galenius, Pam Galenius says flexible dieting is where it's at. The old school bodybuilder diet made me sick of some foods. Yes, exactly. Same thing we just talked about. Um, and, and, and it's interesting, guys. Like, have you ever actually seen some of the top bodybuilders eat? Like, if you've seen like the top, I'm talking about the big guys, like the like the Phil Heaths and the Kai Greens and the you know Brandon Curry's. Like, have you ever seen the way they eat, child? They eat they eat so much food. They eat so much food, and they eat a variety of foods too in order to maintain their muscle. And so when you look at it from that perspective, and you're a freaking figure bikini girl, and you're eating like a freaking rabbit, question exactly how it is that you're supposed to hold on to muscle. You know, like when I, I have top pros that I was talking about this with some of my uh, female friends of mine who are in the industry who are like top Olympians. I can name names and you can you would know who they are. Uh, and, and we had this conversation once. It's like, you ever notice how like the guys like that's how we learned how to eat better. It was like, wow, I had to actually eat to keep this muscle on. And wow, I'm eating and I'm able to train harder. I'm able to go for longer. I'm ready. I'm able to raise the intensity so I can get this fat off my behind. Very, very important. So. Flexible dieting and, 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 and proper dieting are very, very important. Um, Lang says, good information. Thank you so much, Lang. It's so good to see you. We always connect on, on, our, um, on the Facebook and stuff like that. And Truth Seeker was saying to hit the like button. That's right. Hit the like button if you're watching this over on my uh, YouTube and also on Facebook and all that stuff. So guys, that's it for today. And I really hope that this conversation, again, when, when I get on to my lives, when I get on to my, um, 
you know, anything that I put out, doesn't really matter what it is. When I, when I, when I share this stuff with you guys, I really want it to inspire you more than anything in the world. And I want, I want it to teach you how to do things better and how to do things smarter. And I'm a big advocate for training better and to really bring to the forefront how your mindset and all of this stuff is the missing link for all of you today. So go back, listen to this podcast again. If you are a podcast enthusiast, please come on over to rockstarfitness.com. That's R-O-X-S-T-A-R fitness.com slash podcast. If you're watching this right now on YouTube or Facebook, you'll see it scrolling across on the bottom there. Um, Come on by and make sure that you follow me on your favorite podcasting uh, station if you like, or app (laughs) station, right? Like like we're on the radio, (laughs) right? But you never know. I might be on the radio someday. Who knows? But um, I want you guys to go ahead and, and link up with me. I am on Spotify. I am on Stitcher. I am on SoundCloud. I am on Google Play and I am on iTunes. Okay. And we recently got on to Spotify. So I'm still saying welcome to the Spotify family. I'm really happy about that because I'm a big, huge Spotify fan. Um, but we're, we're here. I, and, and I want you to go ahead and make sure that you subscribe to any of those, you know, uh, avenues that you, that you use every single Friday, 10 AM Pacific standard time, we go live here on my networks and channels. So if you want to actually connect with me, you want to talk, you want to go ahead and ask your questions, come on in and do that right here. And the podcast usually goes up by the end of the day. And, uh, I usually put it up as well. Uh, it, it goes live sometimes on some of the networks 24 hours later you know um but really again i I thank you guys for for being here for joining me and i really hope that what i had to say enlightens you and if you're interested in working with me you like what i have to say you think that us teaming up will be the best decision of your life when it comes to your health and fitness right now come on by rockstarfitness.com slash clarity call that's r-o-x-s-t-a-r fitness.com slash clarity call Set up a 30-minute appointment and let's go ahead and discuss your goals and how to get you unstuck, okay? All right, guys, listen, I got to run here. I thank you so much for your time. And guess what, honey? I'm going to see you again next week, same time, same place. Have a blessed day and weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.